planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. We are back on another episode of the Ever Black Podcast, proudly brought to you by Blacklight Art Design and RW Promotion. I'm your host, Nev. On this episode, we are joined by Andy from Combi Christ, who will be touring the country this week with Dark Cell in support of their latest album, One Fire. Now, Andy was on the show a little while ago where we spoke about the new album, and at the end, he dropped news that they would be heading down under again, and it wasn't announced as yet, and uh, we didn't know what to do, but I held on to it for a little while. And uh, then it got announced, and uh, here we are, only a few days away. It's uh, going to be incredible, and uh, I have to tell you that if you've never seen Combi Christ live, do yourself a favor and go see them, as they are hands down my favorite live band on the planet. I've seen them about three times, and they are just brutally heavy live, and I'd go to every single show on this tour if I could. They are that good. Amazing, amazing live band. You can catch Combi Christ with our very own Dark Cell on tour this week, kicking off on Wednesday the 2nd of October at the Basement in Canberra with Dark Cell and Chud, Thursday the 3rd of October with The Bright Side in Brisbane with Dark Cell and Nuclear Vision, Friday the 4th of October at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne with Cyrus and Dark Cell, Sunday the 6th of October at Crowbar in Sydney, and that's with Dark Cell and our other good buddies, Our Last Enemy. And uh, tickets are on sale now through destroyourlines.com. Get them now. It's going to be such a kick-ass tour, and uh, man, I can't wait. Brisbane, here I come. I'm ticking down the days. All right, before we go into the interview, we have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking these guys out. www.blacklightad.com.au The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our Everblack podcast through Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and we are now uploading them to Facebook. And hopefully soon we'll have it up on Spotify once we get the bugs worked out with that. All right, well, here is my chat with Andy from Combi Christ. Get your tickets now, and uh, One Fire is also available everywhere now. Go get it, turn it up loud, it's awesome. Enjoy. Hey, Andy, it's Nev. How are you? Doing good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, good, dude. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show again, man. Well, it's been a little bit. Um, back again. <laughs> <laughs> feel, like, feel like Australia, you know? Like, uh, we haven't been there for a while, so it's about time. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. We are so damn keen. Uh, last time we spoke, uh, One Fire was just about to be released, and you dropped a bit of a nugget. You and the boys were coming back down under, and now it's all official. It's come up so quick. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even know if I was supposed to talk about that back then, but, uh, but uh, now we're coming. So. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was, you know, nothing was in set in stone, so, um, but um, for, at least for us to, to head, head your way. So I'm pretty excited about it, man. Yeah, man. I was I was sitting on that for a little while, and I was like, "Am I? Should I drop it? 
so will I get people in trouble? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was big news for me. I was like so excited. But, um, of course, you're hitting the road with uh, our own Dark Cell again, who uh, you've known for a long time. They're, they're a bunch of great dudes, man. Awesome band. Um, what is it about touring with them that makes uh, your trips down under uh, pretty memorable? Well, I mean, it's going to be memorable just in itself, you know. Like, uh, it's just... Um I mean, we have so much material to share now, you know, like uh, mm. just since last time they released a few albums too, you know, so um, it's it's going to be, it's going to be a good trip, man. And uh, like you said, uh, the Dark Style guys are great and I feel like, I feel like it's just the right time to do it again now. And yeah, man, I'm just excited to play the new material for the, for, um, for the Australian peeps. And um, also like, of course, we're going to play a lot of the old material like you got to make people mm. happy you know what i mean so so definitely 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 play stuff from the old material to make people happy and it, it always makes us stoked to play too because you know there's something about playing old, old stuff that everybody knows and so it always ups the the live uh atmosphere you know oh absolutely because i mean you're not spoiled for joy i mean like you've got so much material now as you said and uh it must be getting hard because there's so many classic tracks that everyone wants to hear. But your recent set list, I did look at your recent set list, and uh, it's fucking on point, man. That's a solid set list. Is that what we're going to get? Man. Well, yeah, well, we'll see. Man. Like We were just talking about it. We were just talking about it today, if we're going to do something similar to what we did just in Europe. And mm. I think it works so well, so I think that's what we're going to do. You know, like uh, We might have something up our sleeve or... or if you want to change something in the last minute, but I really do think that that's a good good list for um, for this tour period. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it has so much from every era of the band, and uh, that's kind of what this new album is all about. It's it's kind of about you know we talked about this how how it all ties together. You know, like the the everything that I've ever done with a band is kind of tied together in this album. So. I think it's important to play at all of those things as well. Well, I'll try to, you know, it's it's like cutting out songs in the set list is like kill your babies, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's it just, uh, you just don't know what to get rid of. Well, there's there's a lot in there, though. Um, and one fire, man, as you said, like, that album seems to, it, it, it seems to be a, a real significant point in your career. You know what I mean? It's um, as you said, it sort of ties everything together, and there's some awesome songs on there that you know, as a fan, I'd love to hear live. Are you thinking about adding a few more of them on the upcoming tour as well? I don't know, man. Uh, we're 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 known to kind of uh, decide in the last minute what to do for for the show. <laughs> so I mean, we we do we're gonna have you know it's the same lineup with the band members as we did on the European tour. So that's that's all that is kind of set. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything else is kind of like we uh, like. I, I like to, I like to have the option to to change things, and um, so we'll see, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, man, I looked. Uh, I looked at that, that European tour, and that looked insane, man. That was like what two months on the road you were over there or something. That was crazy. Yeah, we did. Uh, um, we did about uh, two months in the U.S. And then we went to did two months in, in Europe. So that's, that was four months total. And uh, I tell you, man, no matter how much I love being on stage and doing this thing, that's gonna that 
that really affects you uh, mm. physically and mentally. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I got some. It's like we were supposed to go to South America just like a week after we came home. Uh, mm. And then between that and Australia, it was supposed to be just two weeks or a week and a half. And and um, somehow South America got... Um, it's a long story. I mean, we re- we didn't cancel it. We rescheduled it, but yeah. still, it didn't happen. It was supposed to happen, and it was kind of a blessing in disguise, man, because I really needed that time at home to to recoup. And and um, now I'm so stoked. You know, we're a week and a half out, and I'm so stoked about going to Australia. Like, if we would have done South America, I would have just gotten home, and I would be like, man, I only got a week <laughs> and a half home. <laughs> so, a blessing in disguise, man. Uh, so I'm, 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 now we're all amped up, you know, and because uh, you can only be home for so long too before you go so crazy and want to get back out. Oh, dude, I could imagine. Like that's like a lot of time on the road. And that there was a, there was a show that I saw. Was it uh, the festival? Was it Mer- Meryl Luna? Is that the one you pronounce? The one that, that there's the footage out online at the moment. Was was it like? Uh, I mean. Um, we were lucky enough that we, we more or less started the European run with two like humongous, humongous festivals. We're, we're just so mm. killer, uh, you know, Grass Pop and Hellfest, and uh, and then we ended the whole run with you know Maraluna, and um, so you you couldn't have had better beginner and ender, you know, um, as of uh, having the motivation to go back out again. It, it kind of sucks when you end up playing the last show in a little shit town that nobody yeah. knows, that nobody heard of, you know, in front of 10 methods. And, um, <laughs> and, and I tell you, man, it, ha- it happens. It yeah. happens. It's not often, but it happens. You pick up that one last stop and, and it happens to be some shithole and we just do it because it's on the way. And that's the last memory you have of a long tour and you're just, man, that's not the best motivation to go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But that, that, I mean, that was massive, man. I mean, you've probably played with some huge crowds. What, what's the craziest one you, you, that comes to mind where just the, it was just insane? It's, I mean, it's, it's just, um, well, this is where I say, like, the big crowds, you know. It's mm-hmm. uh, playing in front of big crowds. and everything. Of course, it's amazing. It's, uh, it has its own thing. But, there is for it to be feel like it's a huge crowd when you play outdoors with a with a big press barrier and everything. It has to be like twenty, thirty thousand people for it to even feel big. You play uh, you play a venue like uh, you play a venue like six, seven hundred people and it's packed. It feels almost bigger and because it's you know you got it right there and you have it's just the energy and the people and I actually prefer doing that. You know like. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It's great to be able to play for all, all these people in this in these mm. festivals. But man, to to have that energy with like, you know, um, a, a packed venue, like a sold out packed venue, where you know you go to a festival, you feel like the people are there. They're there for the festival first of all. They're not there just for the band. They're there for the festival. Yeah. They're yeah. they're also there. A lot of them are just watching the show. Like you come to a sold out smaller show, everybody's there to party, you know. Like, and that's what I like. I like. I don't like people to come to the show and feel like they're they're there to watch something. 
I want them to be there to be a part of something. And that's a huge difference. Um, that, that control chaos. <laughs> in, in a yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, control chaos. But, but uh, they, they need to be involved. It's like, if I yeah. feel like I'm on stage just performing for people, it's, it's, uh, it's not as satisfying as performing with people. You know? Yes. Um, so when you have the crowd being a part of everything, it's like for us the best shows that we do is the shows where where the audience is just as important as the band. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well it's not more it's not more important at that point. And um it's like uh, the band was important in the studio and writing and everything and now the audience is important being a part of that live and uh and it's it's that's that's the great that's really the great uh overwhelming part of the playing shows. Absolutely, man. And uh, your new drummer, uh, Dane White, is that his name? Yeah. Awesome. He's awesome. No, he's, he's, he's a monster of a drummer. Um, he has so much passion and fire, you know. And uh, it's... Um, um, no, no, I, I'm not saying anything bad about past members or anything because we're real no. super tight still and friends and everything, but if there's something about fresh blood coming in and and um, some especially someone who's that hungry and talented that and i think that's the two magic words he's a talented hungry guy mm. like he he really wants it and it's 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 awesome man it's it's a, such a great feeling and it was really refreshing the these uh last uh last months going out with uh with a band uh basically a brand new band with uh but it was the energy level was so high. It feels like all times, you know, that there's it's just like you come at artery, you walk on stage, and everybody's there because they want to be there. Nobody's doing it because they kind of got stuck with it, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, the energy is just um, it's unlike anything I felt for the last uh, ten years, man. Um, and uh, I'm I'm excited for uh, the Australian crowd to to experience that. Has that had a sort of influence on on writing? Has it sort of sparked that, you know, that uh, creative juices flowing? Well, maybe maybe next time. I mean, he wasn't. Um, I didn't decide. I didn't decide on on bringing Dane in until like two weeks before, like seriously, two weeks before the U.S. tour. And I had, you know, I was going through. I had all these. I had auditions and stuff, and, and I could not decide. I was like, I really, like, I actually kind of went off today because I wanted wanted him in the band. And, uh, mm. But I kind of waited to the last minute. Well, I, as far as I could wait for him to actually learn to accept it. And, uh, <laughs> because I was, I was going to make sure that I really took the right decision because uh, whoever was going to come with me, it's people that I really wanted to be an important part of the band going forward. So, uh, I mean, like two weeks before, I go like, I called him up and it's like, Dane, you want to rock and roll? And he's like, hell yeah, man. And, and I was like, well, these are the 2,000 songs you need to learn. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like going through all the songs I gave him. He's like, you know what? Good thing I learned most of them already. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So, it was just, it was good, man. And that shows, that shows exactly what I said. He's very hungry and passionate about it. He, uh, he didn't even have a job yet, and he already learned like most of my catalog. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. So, I mean, he knows songs that I don't. 
you know. <laughs> wow, man, that's see, that's that's what, that's as you said, the magic word there is hungry, man. If they want it, they'll they'll do anything they can to uh, make sure they got that group uh, groove themselves. And he he's a monster, man. From what I saw of that footage, holy shit, dude, that oh, guy's yeah. got some energy. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. It's gonna be so oh, good. And of course, I'm excited too. Uh, in in regards to uh, One Fire, man, like I, I see everyone's posting that that limited edition that's come out. That's that's incredible, man. Did you design that, dude? Um, I well, I I'm usually I'm usually like uh, like design fascist in the band, like or with with everything. I use, <laughs> I'm take putting my hands and everything, and I always, I always do. I'm a graphic designer myself. So I always do everything myself. But this time around, and I, um, I had this guy Deca. He's, he's been doing some work for uh, for a clothing company that I was dealing with, and he's just he's just magic. And um, I, I I talked to him, and he's like, "So what do you want?" And I was like, "I mean, it's going to sound like I'm on acid, man, but this is kind of what I want." And I just kind of went off, and two hours later, he sent me a sketch for the cover, and I was like, "Holy shit, yep, yeah, that's exactly it." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And um, and it's just like he just it was it was perfect and um, so like putting from there and having such a great great guy doing such great artwork it was so easy to put together packaging and doing the the different uh, limited editions and stuff like that the different vinyls and stuff I just it kind of came by itself like all my it's like oh this would be great and you know magenta vinyl or this would be great and you know the orange vinyl and the box set and everything. Um, he's really the one to get all the credit for everything else around the concept of the the, the packaging of this man. I gotta get one. I keep seeing it. I'm just I just gotta hit that button, man. I just gotta hit that pay button. Throw you all the money. <laughs> keep looking at it. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. But uh, you know, of course, I mean, you've got a, a cover on the album of uh, Death Kennedy's uh, California Vuelas, which is awesome. Like, I love it. Have you ever thought about doing just a a covers album, like with the, you know, your own spin on stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, I, this is the first time I did a cover, so I. Uh, but as I mean, I don't remember if we talked about last one, but but it was like it was just perfect because it kind of rounded up the whole album because it uh, that kind of was the band that changed my life forever when I heard it the first time when it came to music, so. All I knew was whatever my parents played until I was nine years old and heard Dead Kennedys and then it was all gone. And um, so that was that was the obvious one. But um, I've been thinking about it. I just wouldn't know how to approach it because uh, I, I feel like I feel like the the natural the natural way to go was, would be to do a covers album of all the songs that that had a huge meaning for me in, in my life. Yes. And not just yes. not just the songs that I thought would be sound cool done by us, but songs that really meant something. And that could be challenging because a lot of the songs mean so much to me so it's kind of hard to to change it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh and also the, the you know because the, you know the the kind of uh, nostalgic the value of it, and you don't want to destroy that either. Um, but the other side, it would be it could be interesting because it would be it would be a weird song. It, it could be like it could be a, like lullaby by The Cure, you know, 
it was my, you know, make-out song when I was 14, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But that that comes up with an important song in my life, you know, so it has a certain time, certain thing. But it's like, I have no idea how I would approach it, but I'm I'm sure I would find a way to do it. Uh, So the idea is interesting. Uh, The other idea is to go through and be like, okay, let's do an 80s cover uh, album, let's do a 90s cover and you know like just go through the decades and uh and uh see if, see if that would be something that'd be interesting but um but again i have so much creative ideas still for for comic crest i don't wouldn't know at that point it's like when should i have time to start writing new material and uh i think as a band that's still the priority and that's still the most important part you know um, what we'll see. Oh well, I mean, I I would love to hear you do, you know, Lullaby. I think I think that'd be sick. But uh, you know, what I mean? more Comic Christ, any form, shape, or form would be awesome. So, and that's well looked What about twenty twenty? What's uh, what's on the cards for you, man? Well, I uh, I just uh, we just uh, well not started booking. We just started booking the end of twenty twenty. So we're it looks like we're going to be really busy. Uh, but it's going to be mostly uh, going to be mostly doing uh, U.S. and Europe. But with uh, I have some ideas and things on how I want to go about it. And we're going to do a lot of festivals, of course, next year festivals that we didn't do the last couple of years, you know. Yeah. And also U.S. and Europe. And uh, but also like do packaging, like do uh, go out with bands that uh, that I would like to go out with, like bring bring new bands that people might not really know and and. Uh, you know, and, and showcase with these bands and just put together a great package. Like, you always come back to the word party, but I I don't mean in the sense that you all just go and get wasted every night. Though I don't mind, but it, <laughs> it, when I mean a party, it's like you have three or four bands with you, and it's just like, it's it's like, it's not just a support band and the main act, but there's a, there's a package where... Like every band brings different people, but everybody contributes somewhat to one great evening, and that's what we want, man. Music is not competition; uh, it's 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 sharing it's sharing passion for something, you know. So um, that's kind of uh, the one thing I've been thinking about for next year is to really make the diversity through the bands and everything we're bringing with us. So um, uh, as so far, we're planning. Well, I think we're working on November 2020 right now, so uh, <laughs> we're busy for a while. <laughs> yeah, by the sounds of it, man, but it's exciting times, dude, and, and we definitely can't wait to see you guys down here. The tour kicks off on October 2nd at the basement in Canberra, but we'll see you in Brisbane on October 3rd, and yeah, so that's going to be incredible, man. Andy, thanks again for uh, hanging on the show, and uh, we'll see you very soon, bro. Hey, my pleasure, man, and we'll see you in Brisbane. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 